there, Quakers. I'm Mary Bishop from Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer Studios, and I've just finished putting in a lot of work on MGM's fine motion picture Cimarron. So I feel qualified to tell you that Cimarron is going to be far and away the picture of the year. That land rush scene that follows the film you just saw is one of the truly great all-time movie experiences. In fact, it's so big and exciting and action-packed that we didn't want to spoil the picture for you by showing it ahead of time. But perhaps you're wondering why all this talk about Cimarron at a Quaker sales meeting. Well, it's because the Quaker Oats April promotion is going to be a movie ticket offer. And the movie is going to be the year's greatest Cimarron. And now back to your stage for the full details. G'day everybody and welcome to another short episode. Just giving you a reminder of what we'll be discussing on the next episode on the 15th. Uh, we'll be discussing the fourth Best Picture winner, which is Cimarron, directed by Wesley Ruggles. It came out in 1931 as a pre-code western, and it is a film that covers a span of time from the Oklahoma land rush of 1889 onwards. Dave, what is your uh, what's your thoughts heading into Cimarron? Hmm. Well, this is another one of the Oscar winners that I've never seen. I just checked. I think I've seen like 75 to 80% already. So this is one of the few I haven't seen. Um, I'm a little worried, Andrew. Um, so I don't know much about this movie. I have a couple friends who have seen it and say it's terrible. But, you know. Tastes differ, so that's fine. It's a Western, which I am hit and miss on. Some Westerns I really love, and some Westerns I don't. But then, then Andrew, I went and saw uh, some reactions to this movie. And when it came out, it was very well thought of. But if you look at more modern reviews, and you look at, of course, Rotten Tomatoes has their, um, what do you call it? Their, like, their general consensus. And it reads as such. Cimarron is supported by a strong performance from Irene Dunn, but uneven in basically every other regard and riddled with potentially offensive stereotypes. So we're going to have some fun with this one, Andrew. This is going to be, oh boy. I mean, I like Irene Dunn a lot, so maybe all that to hold on to. She's a good actress and beautiful to look at, so there's that going for it, but... Oh boy, this could be this could be a rough episode. This could be a Broadway melody type episode. <laughs> but the poster says terrific is all creation, so it can't be that bad, surely. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the posters have never lied about a movie. So. They have never lied. <laughs> but for me, I mean, going into this film, one of the things which I have in mind is that it's another one of these movies that spans a lot of time. Uh, so this one spans... Uh, 40 years from 1889 to 1929. And I'm fascinated, genuinely fascinated by the Academy's decision to uh, repeatedly reward films that are doing that kind of thing, that are documenting American history in a certain way. And Cimarron is one of them. And I say this having never seen it, uh, having never watched any of the footage for it and have only... um, basically read the wikipedia article for it but i'm a bit like is this the 1930s version of forrest gump um is this the 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 version of a documentation of american history that 
makes broad sweeps and generalization and maybe uh, slightly offensive caricatures of people. Um, is that what we're looking at for this particular film? And what you've just told me suggests that it might be <laughs> just with a less exciting soundtrack than Forrest Gump. <laughs> oh, geez. Let's not, God, someday we're going to have to talk about Forrest Gump, and I am not looking forward to that day. Uh, but yeah, I mean, but I'm still, as we've mentioned, still trying to go into this with an open mind. So I'm going to try and let that go uh, by next month when we check this out. Yeah. And look, I mean, I promise uh, for, for listeners heading into that one as well, we will try and keep the horse jokes uh, to a minimum. Um, I know. In I my give mind, no such promises. I give no such promises. <laughs> All I can That's think about thing. is, what is it? Was it Cimarron, uh, Spirit of the Horse or something like that? Uh. <laughs> I don't think it's called Cimarron, Spirit of the Horse. <laughs> but I know the movie you're talking about. Oh, God. See, now I want to know what the... Oh, God, what is this fucking horse animated movie? Uh, yeah, yes. Spirit of the Stallion... Uh, Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron is what I'm thinking of. Oh, yeah, there it is. Look at that. Good God. Yeah, I'm this is so not upset. that movie. Uh, so, so join us on the 15th for Not, not Spirit. Uh, yes, <laughs> you will not need that context. Just just watch the Oscar-winning racist movie. Don't watch the cartoon for kids. <laughs> it was called the Oklahoma Land Rush. We're going out to a brand new two-fisted ripshaw country, full of Indians, rattlesnakes, gun toters, and desperados. <laughs> and a pioneer family helps turn a wild frontier into a proud state. Did you have to kill him like that? No, I could have let him kill me. Richard Dix and Irene Dunn star in the only Western to ever win Best Picture, Cimarron. 